Def Jam. It's the Self-Medicated Podcast. I am your host, as always, The Wayfair, here with the captain of the igloo to go ahead and knock out housekeeping. First and foremost, RIP DMX. Uh, that was Damien that we played to open up this show. Uh, we'll play another DMX song at the end. We'll talk about X a little bit, but I uh, wanted to start with RIP. 
uh, Earl Stevens. Earl Simmons, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was saying. Earl Stevens is a okay E40. <laughs> but no, shout out to X man, uh, and we'll talk about him later. But wanted to start off with that. Um, housekeeping, as always, make sure you go follow us on Instagram at the Self Pod. Make sure you go subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening to this at, whether that's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, um, whatever the fuck. We're pretty much everywhere. And also make sure you go uh, subscribe to the YouTube clip page. It's at the Self-Medicated Podcast. Uh, that's what that is. Damn, I didn't ask you about organic shout out. Do you yeah. have one? Yeah, I was going to uh, shout out DMX. Okay. All right, cool. I'll, I'll go ahead and give that one up to you. But before that, um, just a quick shout out for guests. If folks want to be a guest on the pod, uh, just slide in the DMs or get in touch. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, we, we, we've had some amazing guests lately. Um, I feel like last week you said we're tired of guests. <laughs> Just because I'm tired of guests doesn't mean that the guests haven't been great. Basically, you said you're tired of motherfuckers in this house. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. All right. Um, but yeah, so if you want to be a guest on the Self Medicated Podcast, just slide in the DMs. Um, there's also going to be some exciting announcements coming soon that I have not told my co-hosts about, uh, but they're exciting nonetheless. Uh, so y'all stay tuned for those. They're they're, they're coming soon. Coming soon. Um, anything else? You got any shows coming up? Uh, yeah, yep, got some shows coming up on May fourteenth, sixteenth, May fourteenth and sixteenth in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Say less. Yeah, I know <laughs> it's gonna be your first show, so we're gonna have you open up. I'm opening the show. <laughs> I'm opening. All right. Yeah. Bet. Excited to get on. Open her up. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to shows. Um, all right, let's get into the uh, organic shout out. All right. Um, we all have been struck by the passing of DMX. I think no, even the dog is grieving DMX right now. Ow, you, heard, you, heard, you heard that, that sad cry. <laughs> but um, I'm just going to start with like my first initial memory of DMX. Like the first, I'm going to show my age a little bit with this, but the first. Cassette oh, I bought my own was a DMX Flesh on My Flesh, Blood in My Blood. Mm. So, like, I bought that for a trip. I was taking to California to go uh, visit our grandpa Jack in Oakland. Okay. So, like, the whole, I think I was there maybe for a month. The whole month, I was just listening to that album. That's all I had. So, I, like, learned it back to back. Then that same, I think this was in 99, the year it came out. So, that same year, he dropped another album. And I listened to that one, and that's like where I became a DMX fan. Okay. So like that was his third album that came out then, right? Second, because he when he came out, or was it his third? You you might be right, because I know he released two albums in the same year, and that was just like uh, unheard of at the time. And both of them went like platinum and shit. Right. So like uh, he like he was one of my fa- he was probably my favorite rapper, my first favorite rapper. So I started listening to Jay Z, but even then he's you know he's yeah. DMX. He's always in. Your top rappers. Yeah, so it's Dark and Hell is Hot and Flesh on My Flesh, Blood on My Blood came mm-hmm. out same year. And then third album was, and then it was X. Yeah. <clears throat> so that third album was that one that made you Mm-mm. a fan? I bought the second one first, then I went back and bought the first one. Oh, you went back and bought the first yeah, one. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So it's Dark and Hell is Hot is what mm-hmm. made you a fan. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Damien is off that that album. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what's funny is, uh, I think my first real memory of like I think I've heard I had heard DMX songs before this but like my first 
connecting the person as an artist and like wanting to explore was um, actually at my dad's master's degree graduation party mm. in Springfield. <clears throat> and Auntie Joy came, I think she had either an Explorer or an Escalade or something that she rented to drive. <laughs> Sounds like her. <laughs> and um, I remember coming out the house and getting in the car with her because she was just outside listening to music. It was just mm. a bunch of people inside. And she was listening to Party Up. Mm. And I don't know what happened, but I lost my mind. Like that <laughs> shit, that, I don't know what it was, but I yeah, was like, joke. oh, yeah, no, I have to. I, who the fuck is this? What's going on? Like, I knew it was DMX, but I was like, nah, who is DMX? And after that, um, I pretty much just started listening to all his music. I actually knew his discography before I knew Jay-Z's, mm-hmm. which was very, very interesting because Jay-Z, Jay-Z was my first. actual first favorite rapper. Yeah. But DMX made me, like, become a hip-hop historian almost. Like, mm. that. he was the first person that I, like, investigated, went back and looked at his discography, looked at all of the shit that he was featured on. And back then, there was no title. There was no just type his name in. Now, you had to go legitimately mm. fine shit yeah um <clears throat> so yeah man shout out shout out to dmx uh i used to there was songs of his that i used to write down to practice writing poetry mm. um because this is when i first figured out like stanzas and lines and rhyme schemes so i was writing his shit out so i could see it mm. and how it lines up um so yeah shout out to dmx man that was um that was a big deal this week everybody felt it mm. um yeah, it was a it was a big deal. So young too, man, fifty years old. God yeah. damn, but he definitely lived a full fucking life for sure. That is a fact. <laughs> what about you? Do you have any um, DMX memories, guests? Um, no, I don't think I have any like specific memories. I think like most of his music that I know is like stuff that was like on the radio, mm-hmm. um, and. I think mostly what affects me like from his death is that it kind of is like one, he's super young. Like mm. when you get older, you realize 50 is actually like super young. Mm. And then also what age do you have to be to realize that? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, um, it also hit me that like one day, like all of like these rappers that like, I grew up listening to and that like I really admire are actually going to die and like I'm mm. not ready for that. Yeah. I think this is like the first one that really hit me like I, like I had seen like oh yeah he's in a coma like he's not doing well but I was like okay he's going to get better. Mm. And yeah, <laughs> like I like, yeah. he always goes through some shit but he always bounces back, you know. Yeah. So then like when he actually died it was like damn like this is real and I'm not ready for anybody else honestly. Yeah man, that's been uh DMX is one of the larger, like, artistic influences of mine that has passed. Obviously, Kobe, mm. an even bigger influence on all kinds of shit in my life, mm. passed. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and I feel for it. It's a lot of young people passing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, when you think of people, like, these, our icons, at least we got a chance to, like, no, it's the cheap-ass light. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the artists that we've gotten a chance to like grow to love, mm-hmm. we got a chance to grow to love them. Mm. It's a lot of young people, like the generation behind us, mm-hmm. 
whose favorites, they don't get a chance to grow with them. We got yeah. an album or a mixtape yeah. out of them. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah. So that's, I, I think about that. That's, that's tough. I, mm. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's worse to like lose someone and recognize that they have potential mm-hmm. or be able to experience all of their potential and like really get a lot out of, yeah. out of it and then lose them. I'm not sure which is worse. I feel like the unrealized potential is worse. Yeah. Cause like that's always what people say about Biggie, like oh, what Big would be doing mm-hmm. now, or Tupac, or Big L, you know, um, people at that level. People are always wondering what they would do in current climate. The plus side of that though is you always get the benefit of the doubt. Like you pretty much <laughs> because you can't prove well, it. Oh, they would have been killing it now. Exactly, yeah, you have nothing to compare true. it to, so you kind of get a as imaginary a, uh, leg up. Okay, I guess it's different as a fan. You want to see the realized potential. You don't want to uh, not see the realized potential. Right. But as an artist, that might be your best thing as far as like longevity and stature, status within the game. That's why I'm not mad at Andre 3000. Like, mm. fuck y'all. Y'all yeah. got what you got. You can't say y'all made a bad album. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, man. RIP DMX. We'll play another DMX on close the show. Uh, but for now, let's get into the show. Oh yeah, you already know what it is. It's the self-medicated podcast. I am your host, the Wayfair, aka Quentin Quarantino, aka the Banter Boss, aka John Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. You know nothing, John Snow. And it's been proven a few times, but they also call me Young Wastradamus, uh, aka Mortgage Freeman, aka Foyt Mayweather. Here as always with the captain of the igloo, young popular and friendly, aka the box hunter. <laughs> A.K.A. One Pop Poppy, A.K.A. The Bottom Feeder, A.K.A. The Black Kevin Sorbo, A.K.A. Young Black Hercules, A.K.A. The Strongest Nigga You Know. Let's go. I have A.K.A. here, which means I'm missing one of your A.K.A.s. Mm. There was some bullshit you was like, I was supposed to. There was some shit that I was supposed to to write down, but you'll slide here. (laughs) Um, And we have uh, not a guest, but friend of the show, Ari is here. Thank you for being here. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I got how was your How was your week been? Um, my week has been good. I like got my life together and finally cleaned my apartment. Um, so that was nice. And I got like eleven hours of sleep last night, so I'm doing pretty good. Hmm. <laughs> Why? Why are you laughing? <laughs> so much sleep. <laughs> that is a lot of sleep. Yeah, I'm not used to sleeping that long. Me either. I got that much sleep last night though. Really. I got 10 you hours of sleep. Those, yeah. And I don't sleep. It's that edible, mm-hmm. huh? Yep. <laughs> what about you, Captain? How's your week been? I didn't get that much sleep. But uh, it was interesting, man. I definitely, going into the week, I was good. But like, Tuesday morning, I felt sick as shit. Mm. I'm like, oh, oh, my God, what is this? I had a sore throat, indigestion, um... Indigestion. Congestion. <laughs> Indigestion. <laughs> um, runny nose, and I was fatigued. I'm like, oh, shit, do I got corona? So I, I had to take a couple of days off of work. I took two tests. They both came back negative. But I was like, this is not how I wanted to start my week. But I ended up 
bounced it back, and I feel much better now. So that's just I'm good, man. Voice still a little gravelly, does Yeah. Ladies like it, so I'm like, I know what okay. is up with that. Why do women like gravelly voices? I don't know. Women are only sick individuals. Where I was like, yeah, I like how you sound sick. <laughs> what so perverted weird. shit is that? You know, so that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, they, no, they probably low key be like coughing in your drinks and shit. When right. The worst part is it hurts to talk. Start asking you a bunch of questions. Right. What was that thing you said two weeks ago? Can you read this essay to me? No, that's what's up. I had, um, oh, I also wanted to ask you about barber school. How's that going? I was going good. I, I started taking clients uh, this week. This week? When you hear this podcast. Yeah. Nice. Um, what's the name still flirting with you? I don't know, bro. At first, I was like, maybe he just wants a haircut. Then the other day, like, it happened twice already. This nigga just sits right down next to me. Then I saw the barbershop he works at. It's like an LGBTQT question mark asterisk friendly place. <laughs> So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay. But he knows how to do great face, so I'm definitely going to be chopping it up with him. <laughs> That's what's up. Some tips, so. That's what's up. Um, it's been a very polarizing week for me this week. Mm. Uh, this was my birthday week. Mm. So, Sunday, we went out to brunch. Mm. Um, thank y'all for coming, by the mm. way. Thank you for the cake, too. Mm. That was awesome. Um, okay, fuck my bottle. Okay. Let's go get to it. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, and then uh, uh, Justin gave me, or I'm sorry, <clears throat> the captain of the igloo gave me this uh, Empress Gin, which is like a science experiment, and I've been playing with it all week. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, you've awesome. been off of work. We come up with anything good? Um, any good concoctions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that Empress with strawberry lemonade, hmm. really good. What color does it turn? Um, it stays purple, actually. No, actually, if you don't stir it, mm. the purple, the gin will sit on top of the lemonade. Ah, that's cool. Which makes it look really cool. Yeah. What's also awesome about it, for some reason, it doesn't taste like, it tastes like it's mixed together. Mm. Uh, so it get, you get that cool look of it. Uh, I also tried it with like just a couple of uh, drops of lemon juice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't really change the color. Mm. So I thought change the flavor? It did change the flavor a little bit. I haven't tried it. Uh, unless I was drunk the night we were trying it with tonic, I don't I think you tried it. Okay, all right. You, so that's my next. That's my next thing. So drunk, <clears throat> but yeah, I was. <laughs> I was lit. Um, yeah, I was. I was fucked up. So that was great. I uh, had a really good time. Thank everybody for coming out to that. It was um, a good time. It was a great time. Uh, shout out to Patio Brunch. This is not an ad. Um, <laughs> Then uh, Wednesday, my actual birthday, we went out and got a steak from my favorite steak restaurant. I'm definitely not shouting them out because I love them so much that I'm going to try to leverage our relationship into some ads and shit because I've never seen them advertise anything. And I think Mm. this would be a great place to start. So I'm not going to say the name just yet, but it's my favorite steak restaurant um, in Chicago for sure. Um, Went there and then we went to the Laugh Factory called a comedy show. Was it like an open mic night or was it like a st- headliner? Nah, it was a. Um, it was actually a contest. As a matter of fact, it was a bunch of like Chicago comedians, kind of who go around in Chicago doing comedy, um, and I guess they have a series where it's like a month long competition, hmm. um, and I guess people you know vote for their favorites night by night or whatever. Um, but we went. It was funny because we actually ended up sitting in the front row. Wow. Which is VIP. Dang, not only uh, VIP, but, but yes, dangerous yes. at a comedy show. Yeah. 
<laughs> and um, <laughs> and the Haitian sensation actually got got called out in a joke. I'm not gonna say the joke. Mm. I'll say it off air, but it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can say the joke. All right, bet. So she was like, uh, "What? I don't even remember now. I don't want to fuck it up. I remember the the Basically, the point." Can you come say it on the mic so I don't have to try to turn everybody up <laughs> later? Oh, you get lazy? What a convenience. Right. Say say what happened. So basically, um, he was asking, uh, there were a lot of couples there. Um, so he was asking um, women, would they actually propose to their significant other? And most women said no. Um, I, too, said no. But because I was in the front row, um, he proceeded to ask me why. And I said, because I am the catch. Mm. And everybody started clapping. Of course. By everybody, you mean the other woman. (laughs) And whatever the fuck he wants. Let's see, because I want to call him asshole and all these other things. Because he started shaking his head, I guess, behind my back. <laughs> but anyways, um he went on to um say why <laughs> why will women get on two knees but won't get on one to propose. Mm. And then went out to say you can swallow cum but you can't swallow your pride. <laughs> yep. It was funny. I was um <laughs> was it funny? It was, it was funny. Hilarious. It was it was funny as fuck. I felt a little like, damn, how did I get caught in this trap? Um <coughs> but usually it's like make no contact. You got caught make in the no trap because you the catch. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, no, that was um that was fucking amazing. It was great. <laughs> it definitely put a, a cap on the great night. <laughs> um yeah, no, I, I love going to go. Comedy is so great. Like, it's such a great thing. I really like comedy. <laughs> I enjoy it. Stand up specifically. Was it your first time at the Laugh Factory? Nah, actually, I've been a few different times. Um, me and Hayson Sensation have gone a few times. I also went one time when I was pissed at her mm. and just, like, had to get out the house and just went to the Laugh Factory and Dion Cole ended up yeah, that's the thing. About, yeah. That's what I love tr- about comedy shows. Like, depending yeah. on the night you go or the show that's happening, like, that's why I like going to the late shows because mm-hmm. the shows before that, they kind of have a schedule mm-hmm. and they're trying to get people in and out. But the last show of the night is kind of like open True. game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, once those people are done, like, randoms will come and just work out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, the night I went and I was mad at, uh, mad at her. Deion Cole, Thelonious Monk. Like, it was a bunch of just random mm. people that you know. Mm-hmm. Like, these niggas is, what the fuck? I paid five dollars to get this shit. What the hell? Yeah. Uh, but it's dope. I love going to the, like, the comedy club, um, watching stand-up. That's my shit. That's, a, that's one of my favorite hobbies. I don't know if I would ever try to do stand-up, because I am funny as fuck. Mm. But that art, <clears throat> that art is, it's a little bit different, man. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a beast. Yeah. It's a beast. Um, shout out to all the stand-ups. Shout out to Justin that we had, not you, that we had yeah, on a couple <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Um, would you ever do stand-up? I thought about it. Uh, You're not that funny. Your delivery would be weird. You'd be like Hannibal yeah. Burris with the like I mean, dry presentation. That's funny because I'm the funniest person on this podcast. That's not true. It's definitely not true. I think that's up for the fans to decide. But I agree. We should do a poll. <laughs> oh, shit. Huh. 
When's that coming out? And David Allen Greer. Wednesday. Season one coming Wednesday. Look for that. But uh, yeah, that's the funniest person on this podcast. I thought about it. But like, yeah, I just, I don't know. That, that, I don't know if I can handle bombing. Hmm. See, that's not the hard part. I could write jokes, but I couldn't handle the bombing part. So you're saying you want to do an open mic competition? Me and you? Yes. That's what you want to do? Yes. Um, you scared? No, I'm not scared. I just don't want your feelings hurt. I don't have any feelings. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't. So. You have a great sense of humor. Thinking you're funnier than me, so you do have that going for there you. There you go. See? The leg up. <laughs> yeah, I said sense of humor. I didn't say you're funny. But, you know, yeah. It might be on the bucket list. One okay. of these days, I'm going to try it. All right. <clears throat> just curious. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, those were like... Uh, and then... Uh, Friday, we had a friend who had a birthday party, um, which was pretty cool. Uh, shout out to Peru. Um, got to celebrate with him. Got to see some folks that I haven't seen in a long time, so that was cool. Got to chop it up. Also got drunk again. Were there strippers? Um, Were there women dancing no, um, provocatively? No, nah, there was nobody working. Were, like, were there women dancing provocatively? No. Uh that's not what I heard what would be happening, so that's a little bit disappointing. I'm trying to, yeah, no, I don't think so. Remember the clip he showed us on his phone? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't that drunk at that point, bro. You don't know what I was. <laughs> he wasn't that drunk at that point. Was this at... Uh, yeah, was at the brunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's no, what I, I thought it was going to be like. Oh, okay. No, I wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> that type of party. <laughs> that was the after party on Sunday night. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. That was some other shit. Um, but that was lit. Um, but then also at the same time, there's a lot of people I know that's going through some tough shit. Um, and so it's kind of a, a weird juxtaposition of like all of the celebrating and fun that I had this week, mm. but also thinking about kind of the tough positions that uh, people that I care about are in. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so it's uh, polarizing, not quite bittersweet because it was lit, mm. but it was polarizing of a week like. It was uh, almost the extremes of happiness and, like, mm-hmm. grief or whatever. Um, so, I was interested. I was also off of work all week, too. So, mm. that was amazing because I couldn't have done all of this shit mm-hmm. <laughs> this weekend. I had to work. Yeah. But it's back to the grind this week. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy I took this week off because I feel refreshed and ready to... That's always good. Deal with, it's about to be some bullshit at work too. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then last but not least, the wedding is coming up, man. That shit is right around the motherfucking corner. I went and got fitted for my suit mm. this past weekend, um, which was interesting. Shout out to my dad for helping me like. Oh, he went with you. Yeah. Shout out to yeah, him. Talk for, about that later. Yeah. Shout out to him for like helping me pick certain shit. Because uh, I was about to wild out with the suit. <laughs> I was about to do some other shit. And he kind of was like, well, no, maybe you should think true, about true, 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 true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to him. Um, and shout out to the suit place, too. I'm not mad. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, all right, let's get into some of these, uh, some of these topics. Let's start with, uh, we kind of talked about DMX already in the organic shout out, but mm-hmm. I do want to mention again, just... R.I.P. to DMX, man. He passed this week, uh, this past week. Um, impacted a whole lot of people. His music was amazing. His art was amazing. But what stood out to me is all of the stories that people who are close to him or just even just met him once mm. have about his ability to give, to listen, 
Um, uh, one of the things that I've heard people say a lot about him is he lived for everyone else, mm. right? Like he didn't live for himself, and that that spoke to me. Um, that that like really left an impact on me. Mm. What, it, what is it like to live for other people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't relate. <laughs> no, I can relate. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> that's funny. This though. is what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that shit. Um, so yeah, man, I was that, that was huge. Uh, it's a big loss for the hip hop community, but I think Heaven definitely got better the other day, man. Mm. Um, so shout out to DMX. I don't know if y'all want to add any other thoughts, any other shout outs to DMX. Um, I kind of said it all in the first half of the show, but like, yeah, shout out to DMX, man. Great dude. Some of my most memorable music memories come from him. Like I said, when I was in California. Just laying in the bed, listening to the cassette all night, just like, damn, I never heard no shit like this before, mm-hmm. you know, because at that point when you're a kid, I feel like most of what you listen to is at the ra- on the radio, and that's what your parents right. pick for you to listen to, so, like, it was very impactful, probably made me a hip-hop fan, because it's like, he would do the, he's like the first person I remember doing, like, funny voice skits, mm-hmm. you know, before like Kendrick Lamar, yeah, like on Damien. <clears throat> So, like, you know, just doing the different voices and telling stories and having prayers and songs. Mm-hmm. Those are all unique and different to him. And, like, his prayers were, like, the only prayers that I fuck with. Everybody else's prayers was kind of weak, even the pastor and shit. <laughs> so, like, and DMX is only one of the few rappers I remember the preacher using the lyrics. Mm. So, like, like when, uh, uh, what's the name of that guy? That's all. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. The <laughs> Lord, you know, like, he's one of the first rappers right. I remember pastors doing that for. So uh, that's dope. As he fun. just definitely made an impact in all kinds of people's lives and all aspects of uh, culture. So shout out to X. Shout out to X, man. Anything you want to add? Mm-mm. All right, let's get to the fuck shit. Paul Pierce is the ghost. Is the goat? He's the ghost. He's the goat. Styles P the ghost. Paul uh, Pierce is the ghost. The truth. He's the truth. I just don't the like truth him. Is the truth. I don't like him either. I can't stand him. It looks like he name. smells. He looked like he stank. He looked like he looked like like his beard don't grow right. You gotta figure <laughs> that out. Um he looks like a kid like <clears throat> um what's the little mushroom things called on uh on Mario Brothers? Uh what are they called? Uh, that I couldn't tell you, you bro. You know the little mushroom things yeah, that move? I can't remember what they're called, but he looked like the region. They they went with those instead of what looked like his face. <laughs> In the video game. Like I can't stand him either. I'm a Lakers fan. This he's, nigga has he's been the most swagless NBA player. <laughs> so wack. It's like him and uh, uh, what was the dude's name? Anderson Verajal. Ugh. <laughs> ugh. Just ugh. Now I don't like how you move. Like, <laughs> you know, you're so ungraceful. I don't know. Um, so fuck Paul Pierce. But shout in out a playing to him. sense. But <laughs> shout out to him for the shit that he pulled <laughs> this past week. Um, so as a Lakers fan, I can't. I can't. really ever really truly fuck with him i have a lot of friends from la uh who you know give him respect because of their gang affiliations and understanding Mm. his history so i'll let them have that but other than that (laughs) fuck that nigga um but what he did was he got himself fired from espn by going on instagram live smoking weed getting his hair cut and having a bunch of ass around him Mm. and your bachelor uh party weekend Maybe <laughs> I'll definitely go on Instagram <laughs> like that for sure. But I'm gonna try. You know how? Um, who is that? 
Spice Adams and Afion Crockett uh, do the parody verses right after. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm a parody Paul Pierce's <laughs> live. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was. I mean, he was. He's doing that's when he was doing his thing. Um, and what was interesting it was like 300 people. In his life. <laughs> like he was. Yeah, it he, I don't know. Um, but subsequently, he got fired from ESPN. Um, and. Yeah, so I think there's a lot to talk about because I think there's been uh, like kind of the, the post of that. But mm-hmm. I want to talk about how y'all feel about ESPN firing him, him going on Instagram Live, doing that. Like, what are your thoughts uh, and reactions to his behavior? First of all, I would just like to say, fuck Paul Pierce. But um, I thought it was funny. It'd be nice if he can like use this to do something else. I saw that... Uh, so uh, Cam Soda, I think that's the name of the company, mm-hmm. offered him a chance that's to like the name of the company. You know the fucking name. Oh nah, man, the I only know Cam Soda through Pornhub. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, 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 right. right. <clears throat> so like, <laughs> I wanted to see if he's able to finesse this into something else because they mm-hmm. offered him a job where like he could be surrounded by women and still like speak back on the news. But I thought it was interesting. They wanted him to talk about like inside the NBA, uh, like the players' lives more so than like the actual sport or what's going on in the court I think that would be dope if he can finesse it I don't know if Paul Pierce has that in him to kind of set that up but also he a gang member he not he not finna go on camera snitching on niggas that's not what he about is it snitching yes like when Gilbert when when Gilbert Arenas does it is it snitching it's Gilbert Arenas number one Uh, yeah but he does it yeah it is. <laughs> oh, them them two could have a great show if you now throw in. we're talking. Yeah, let me do some producing. Now we're talking. And Let's I would throw in uh, what's the old girl's name? Uh, Frank Grimes' wife, uh, Miko Grimes. Oh, that would be amazing. And just like have damn, I'm cutting this out of here. <laughs> we're not giving <laughs> that, that. That would be idea. a great like podcast. And I would like uh, uh, Patreon like to see the video of that. That'd be dope. Yeah, I, I think that'd be very entertaining because they definitely know what it's like to be in the life of those athletes as an insider and just kind of as someone on a They got to do associated. it in a locker room. Like, a locker room has to be the And just set. women walking in and out of the shower. Just, like, people reg- doing their regular yeah, locker rooms. Let's yeah. have, like, a unisex locker room. Mm. And just people yeah. walking around doing their shit in the locker room. Asshole, naked, whatever. I, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know how Paul Pierce and Gilberinas, I don't know how they fuck with each other. That would be interesting. Yeah, I never game. really heard either one of them talk about the other person, but as entertaining, I would definitely listen to that. That might be the only Patreon I would pay for. Yeah, man, that's yeah. that's um, that would be a really good idea. Uh, shout out to Paul Pierce. I think he did it on purpose. You think so? Yeah, he ain't never done no shit like that before, and yeah, I think he. Got it only looks like he did it on purpose if he has a bigger plan. If not, he just True. like a dumbass. Not really, because he fucked up his bag. Did he fuck up his bag? He ain't unless he. How much he does he in, get paid from? He fucks up his bag until you get paid and uh, pay some money somewhere else. He gets a million dollars. I think a little bit less than a million. dollars That's what they're saying. Yeah, from ESPN. That's all right. Do you know ESPN how much money? Yes, uh, Paul Pierce makes. Or you know how many? Con- how much he made just off his NBA contract? Three million a year. Oh, it's three million. Yeah, That's oh, not bad. That's not too bad, but also yeah. it's still Paul Pierce. Stephen A. Smith only making what like eight. Yeah. He on ESPN 23 hours out of the day. Right. right. So, <laughs> so Paul yeah. Pierce just around during NBA season. Mm-hmm. He, he does. He is. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, part of ESPN's crew that battles uh, inside the NBA on TNT. So mm-hmm. he is. So it's Jalen. It's um, Paul Pierce, Jason Williams, and Jason Williams. Jay Williams. Oh, uh, from the boys, Jason Williams. Jay Williams. I was about to say Jay which Will. one? White chocolate or the one that's shooting nah. niggas? I'm like, he's still in jail, Eddie. <laughs> he lied from the it. prison, right? <laughs> um, so he he was that. So maybe he was getting a little bit of a bag. Yeah. Uh, but it's also Paul Pierce. You know, you got bread. He's a hundred millionaire. You he's yeah, he's way millionaire. more than that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, his Brooklyn contract was crazy. That's what I'm saying. That was, that was <laughs> his wild. most. Yeah, that was like his most. <laughs> That might highest have been paid contract. That was, that was the biggest contract, yeah. yeah. Dumbest yeah. and biggest. Hmm? His net worth is between fifty and seventy million. Yeah, he don't. It should be more than that. Yeah. Huh? I don't know. He definitely ain't spending it on grooming. This dirty ass nigga. But uh, <laughs> okay. spend it on hoes <laughs> and cameras. But speaking of hoes, cam soda, uh, bitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and these things uh, Bad Baby made a million dollars On OnlyFans on her 18th birthday In six hours In six motherfucking hours My question for that is, is for, I'm glad we have a woman on the podcast So if your daughter made that much money um, Exposing herself on the internet And she was like Mom I think we can make even more money together What are you saying? Together as in me and my daughter? Yeah. No. Family business. So, you wouldn't want to make the money? You don't have to. I don't think she got naked. She didn't. Oh, she didn't? Yeah, she just like. I think like bikini shots and, you know, suggestive pictures and things of that nature. What are you doing if your daughter propositions you to make some money like that? You didn't think I was going to ask that, did you? No. Um, <laughs> and your response is way different now. Did you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute now. Wait, if she wasn't completely naked mm. and I don't have to get completely naked, then yeah, probably. Mm. Okay. So how would you feel before she propositions you? Would you be like, okay, that's cool. You waited till you're 18. You're an adult now. Or how do you view it? Um, I think mostly my... My biggest question is that, like, Bad Baby is, like, this scrawny-ass white girl. Like, I don't understand the attraction there. So the I don't attraction is she... for perverts. Right, but yeah, I also don't... to see someone know. super young. Yeah. OnlyFans is about profiting off of per- perverts. Perversion. Yeah. And that I don't understand. Now. Like, I don't, I don't... Do you need to understand a million dollars in six mm. hours? I mean, the perversion like, you for you would understand? be... Like, <laughs> exactly. He might be a celebrity. You might want to see his penis or something. You would pay some money to have that happen. Nah. You wouldn't pay to see Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, I'm sorry. Michael Jordan. That's a whole different celebrity. (laughs) (laughs) Would you pay $15 to see Michael B. Jordan's penis? $15? Yeah. Yeah, actually. See, that nigga gonna make a million in six months. I mean, six months, six hours. $15 one time, you get to see whatever he posts for a whole month. Oh, for a whole month? See that? See, look at you. That's a great deal. (laughs) What's the website? (laughs) How many times are they posting? Think about this. If you would do that for $15 for one month. Mm -hmm. For one picture. For one picture. other people would do it. Yeah. That's how she made six million, uh, a million dollars in six hours. Yeah. That exactly right there. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that's good for her, but I just, I still, in general, that I don't understand that industry. But I think there's, so to me, there's two things to think about here. Number one, I think, shout out to her for making a million dollars at the mm-hmm. age of 18. Mm-hmm. Business, business minded. She took, she didn't come from money. She, she definitely didn't come from fucking money. Fucking figured it out. Her ass was a, a, a something to be made fun of mm-hmm. on a daytime TV show. She, Flip that to a million dollars in six yeah. hours. I'm not mad. Can't yeah. be mad at the entrepreneurship, the business mindedness, taking whatever she had and turning it into this. Can't be mad at that point blank period. The other side of this is the people who are subscribing and mm-hmm. observing and thinking about like the social commentary on people who um, are this thirsty yeah. for an 18 year old girl that right. either you are saying may not even. She don't, don't even look that good, no. <laughs> right? So mm-hmm. um, I think that that's a whole nother section of the conversation that I think is a little bit interesting. Um, and to me, though, what it comes down to is, and this is my whole thing with OnlyFans in general, is if you're if you're by yourself <laughs> doing whatever you're doing on camera, I don't understand why people have a problem with it. Right, I think that, uh, and, and this I, got, I think was brought up on one of the podcasts, millions of podcasts I listen to every week. But the problem with the porn industry had always been exploitation, mm-hmm. right? And that's what's dope about OnlyFans is because the um, the talent gets to kind of take back some of that control. Yeah, and I think that even more so if you just by yourself doing what you do, what, what, what's the problem, right? Um, and the thing, the thing about that is you're still profiting off of people's perversion, right? Yeah. You may be doing it in a way to make you feel safe and comfortable, but at the end of the day, you're still profiting off of people's perversion. And yeah. so that with that then tells, makes me think about is, isn't profit and perversion are kind of inextricably tied. I can't believe I just pulled that word off. <laughs> they're kind of they're kind of linked yeah. um, in capitalism in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You could start true. from a high level of sex sales, yeah. right? Titties, cleavage, short, like all of the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like you could go with that or you could go into just the drive for money mm-hmm. in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that so like, so on the one hand, you are thinking about what is it, uh, what is it to profit off of perversion, and what is it to be kind of a cog in the on the perverted end into people profiting. Mm-hmm. Then the other side too is like, ain't that just kind of how America works, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So like that's that's the interesting uh, juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. I believe I pulled that one off too. God yeah. damn, I'm flowing right now. Eat more edibles. Yeah, I you see what you see what that ten hours of sleep do for the for brain, brain, brother. For real. For real. <laughs> um, so yeah, what do y'all what, do y'all have any other like other thoughts? I saw a light bulb go mm-hmm. off over here. Yeah, my idea was way left field. I can't talk about that right now. Why? Uh, it's gonna just change the subject. That's fine. We could do that. I was just thinking that <clears throat> a common term I hear sp- sp- uh, or a common language I hear. A lot of feminists use is that like we don't need men, or you know we don't need men. And I was thinking most of the perverts in the world are men, and a lot of women profit off of the perversion of men. Because I was thinking like a lot of the perversion of women is not profited off of, maybe by like male strippers, mm-hmm. and those are such a small minority. But like the majority of perversion that is 
um, people are profiting off of are men. So it was like a whole sector of women that would lose money if there were no men to profit off of their perversion. That was the idea I had in my head. It's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. It's like, <laughs> what you got? The men are ashamed for being perverse, but at the same time, people profit off of it. Male perversion drives the economy? Yeah, in a lot of ways. I mean, porn is a billion, multi-billion dollar mm-hmm. industry. I mean, it's bigger than the NFL. It's bigger than Nino Brown. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty big. Yeah. It's very interesting. I think a big... But also, men make the money, so they got disposable. They would, like, if you go into that argument, men got extra bread to blow on their perversion, right? Women just buy sex toys. They don't really be paying for <laughs> Oh, What were you going to say? I think a big part of, like, the perversion is just, like, the way you are perverted. Like, I think that, if that makes sense, because I feel mm. like you could just be, like, horny or whatever. But if you're, like, specifically, like, attracted to younger girls, mm. like, that, I feel like that plays a big part into it. And so I think that's mm. the part that makes me really uncomfortable. Is it perversion when women are attracted to younger men? Um, yeah, I think it goes both ways. I guess it depends on how young you mean to it. To yeah. Like, like underage, mm-hmm. no matter. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Perverted, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> what you got? Um, how, even though I kind of agree with what Justin's saying, um, women watch more pet porn than men. That's mm. what I was going to bring up. And not only do women watch more but porn But y'all not spending men, no bread, though. Women. Huh? Y'all not spending no bread on porn, though. They do. Really? Yeah. Women do spend money on porn. But What's... I even think of it my, myself, though. It's it's because we like a certain type of porn. Y'all mm-hmm. That's what I was about to say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Our uh, shit got to look nice. The scenarios have to be kind mm-hmm. of real. Sex has to be different sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's special porn for mm-hmm. women, too, like. That because we don't want to see certain things that you guys think yeah. or might find attractive, we might find a little bit degrading in the way that you do it. Or um, women porn tend to have interviews before and after. Oh um, my god! <laughs> interviews fucked up. Interviews with the porn stars, especially I've never heard like of that. Extremely rough. I feel like what you said on yourself. to it, like it's just the. Ah, uh, so you be watching that, huh? I've never seen anything with an interview before or after. What's your favorite porn category? Mm. What's your go-to search? Oh, mm. it's always in Spanish. Like, That's not I, a category, wait, You just though. type in Spanish no, in the no, search no. bar? So, like, it has to be any type of Latina girl that is, like, fluent in Spanish. So, like, the way she sounds is she's oh, speaking Lord. Spanish. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't... What do you search hard? to find that? What? Is that hard to find? No. Because you can just put search like certain terms that like uh, I know certain yeah. terms like in Spanish. Exactly. Uh, oh, you say it in Spanish. Yes, yes. So you it type it in Spanish. That that's, that's how you find. Yes. Okay. So that's how you find that specific what kind. Um, I usually just use Pornhub. So what do you say in Spanish? What are? I'm not telling you all that because I don't mm. need you to know. Do you do 4K? Okay, what type of? Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Here's my other thing. I need, 3D, I need some HD or 4K. Or you don't care. Do you I watch? don't care. Okay, so specifically. She like camera phone porn. Specifically, if I am looking for something, I'm looking for it to be, like you said, more real. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, like, so, like, more, like, homemade, I guess. So, uh, like, amateur. yeah, amateur. Gotcha. So, I, and also, I've never paid for porn. Like, I just go to Pornhub. 
that's what I've been going to for like years. So mm. I don't understand. Like, what'd you do before Pornhub? I'm not gonna say that. Um, <laughs> that sounds they suspicious. Like, they're you know like um, like growing up when there was like specific scenes in movies that you were like watching, with your parents. Uh, and true, so true. when they were gone, you'd be like, let me just play this Run real quick. Back, yeah. Right? <laughs> you remember um, the time? That was the first time I looked at a timestamp. It was on the VHS. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like what? Like, I remember just get right to it. Cali- mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> Monsters Ball. Um, mm. I got me a couple sites, but I can only do HD, so it limits me a lot. So that's mm. why I will, or 4K. Are there so some I, websites you would suggest or recommend for other women listeners? Um, say it on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it on her mic. She said, <laughs> HQPorner.com. Mm. Um, that's that I really like their quality of stuff. Um, so you like high quality porn? Because it's porn. all high quality. Mm. You have yeah, to pay for that? She no, can't even watch 1080p. She got to go 4K. <laughs> wow. I used, to pay for, I used to pay for porn, but the thing is, I just won't. The only reason I don't pay for porn anymore is because there's, like, extra charges on your account, and it always gets hacked or some uh, shit. Like, mm. it's never simple with these people. Yeah. So yeah. If, I just, <laughs> if I have a gift card, I'll just use the gift card instead. So a gift like, card to that porn site? No. You oh. just use, um, what they'll allow you to do is use any gift card. For most porn sites, well, uh, like a Visa gift site. card, or oh, something okay, like that. Or, or even like a Subway gift card or whatever. For real? What? The last gift card I used was like one. This is a like life hack right here. Let's go. Did you just buy some gift cards? <laughs> <laughs> like, Those are for my kids. Right? <laughs> Fuck them kids. <laughs> kids. Porn gift cards? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. So, well, I'm going to need like, one of them Starbucks joints, bro, to test out. I ain't playing. That's interesting. So, But the thing is, huh. it, it's not worth the same amount of money, though. So, like, oh. it will be, you would essentially need like 300 cents on a dollar or something yeah. like that. Mm. But it's worth not having your. Shit hack. Credit card information, yeah. yeah that's so true. Yeah. Learn something new today. <laughs> yeah, but only the good sites. I gotta be able to see shit. What's your uh, What's your go to porn search? Uh, I like um, what's it called? Uh, I like women satisfying themselves. That's my favorite. Because yeah. like a lot of times when it's dudes, it's like you be seeing buttholes and balls. And I don't shit. need to see all that shit. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Same. Actually. Okay. There Solo we go. Is the first thing. Real nigga. Ebony Solo. That's straight there. <laughs> we start there. That's the starting point. Um. All right. Whitney, did you say your favorite category? You didn't. What is your go to? The first search. Like, where do you start? Probably depends on the mood. But like, what's a go to? This is happening. Let me just also, get started. Follow up question: Do you need to watch? Do you watch the same video or do you switch it up every time? So it takes me about 30, 40 minutes to find my mm-hmm. video. So you're looking for new videos. Mm-hmm. And it takes me a long ass time. What category? I'm open. When you when you as um when you as experienced as me, you got to start venturing off the other Oh, uh, you be watching weird shit now. You watching <laughs> hat tie. This a whole OG. I ain't gonna experience as me. This a OG. I watched almost everything. Wow. Okay. Scoured the ends of the internet. <laughs> oh, fuck. What's that Jeezy sound? I, I done seen it all. <laughs> I don't even watch it for pleasure. I just watch it because I'm like, damn, I haven't seen this before. <laughs> 
You just watch it for entertainment purposes. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's, that's how you know you're in deep. <clears throat> uh, but it's an art, though. I would love to write porno scripts. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I think that would be fucking amazing. I'd rather write jokes and do stand-up than write porn. <laughs> Imagine doing, not stand-up, but like comedy porn? You uh, gonna be doing parodies? Nah, not parody. That's a that's a tap market already. I'm talking that's about a, that's comedy porn though. I, I, okay, that's a category of comedy porn. I guess it's a mm. subcategory. So you have like people just doing stand up, getting naked. What's what's your what's your twist I don't on know. it? I think about it some more. Okay, it's a half baked idea right now. <laughs> Uh, another half baked idea might have been Kid Cuddy's dress that he wore the other night on his performance. Mm. Maybe oh, SNL. Yeah, so he wore a dress as a tribute to Kurt Cobain. He had Virgil design it mm. uh, as branded as off white, not Louis Vuitton. To mm. be noted. Mm. Okay, I have thoughts on that. What's the difference? What's the difference on what Louis isn't, Vuitton and off white? Isn't he the uh, like head director for Man at Louis Vuitton? So it's one thing to release something under the fashion house that is world famous, that is your employer, mm-hmm. that has the name Louis Vuitton attached mm-hmm. to it. There's another thing to release it under your own mm-hmm. shit off white. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I see. Looks different. It looks different. Yeah. <laughs> it looks different. Uh, Drake didn't say he got Drake. In fact. Said this ain't no off white Virgil. This is uh, Virgil Vuitton. This ain't this ain't the off white Virgil. This is Louis Virgil. Like, mm-hmm. and actually shout out to Drake for making that distinction. Like he kind of drew a line yeah. in the sand. Like broke niggas have off white, mm-hmm. rich niggas have Virgil Vuitton, yeah. <laughs> right? Like he kind of he kind of drew that line in the sand. So I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, Kid Cudi, good music, Virgil, Kanye. They're kind of all family. They all fuck mm-hmm. with each other to a certain extent. Um, what what I find interesting is that like I don't who gives a fuck that he wore dress. Mm-hmm. The the dress was fly as shit too. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing. It was oh, a nice. This, this, was, this was is what nice your dad dress. was trying to get you to stop doing for your. Uh, okay, I got you. <laughs> we said your dad was telling you to chill. It's all starting to make sense now. Do we have crickets? <laughs> I mean, so I, we do, but I'm not playing it. <laughs> I put it in post. That was funny to me. <laughs> I put it in post. Ooh, I hope you come with that for the for the open mic. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I also uh, this this kind of just happened uh, as we we're recording this. So I'm not. I haven't really seen a whole bunch of reaction. Mm-hmm. But I feel like eh, don't nobody go for it. The song sounded good too. I don't. The song is good. Yeah, it's Virgil. It's Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. I Young Thug did it already. Yeah. Like, but honestly, I, I, mean, <laughs> nobody, nobody I guess the only more. thing is I would say is maybe because it just happened recently and it kind of went against what they already planned. I would have preferred a DMX tribute, but DMX probably didn't play that much of a role in Kid Cudi's life, and it was short notice. Ooh, fuck! Can you imagine if they did where the hood at right before Kid Cudi? Yeah, came like out? you know, it was just some. Like I said, it was short notice and. I'm pretty sure Kurt Cobain had more of an influence. I give no love to. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Uh, maybe if he, he could have did a re- DMX prayer or some shit at the end of the performance. No, you have to do least. where the hood at. Next to a nigga in the. Do dress. you want to see Kid Cudi do that? Though? They should have. That's funny because DMX has some mad homophobic songs. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's a that's an understatement. <clears throat> they should have a DMX hologram with Young Thug. Saucy Santana Saucy Santana fucking, That's that dude's name 
Huh? That's his name for real? Yeah, Saucy Santana. I thought that was like an internet joke nickname. No, Saucy Santana, uh, who did the track track star dance, that motherfucker, and Kid Cudi, all in their uh, <laughs> alternate attire dresses. with a DMX hologram. <laughs> Singing where the hood at. <laughs> Come back that from the grave. Be, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I would love that. But, um, so, yeah, any other thoughts on Kid Cudi? Shit, man, I don't know. The woman in the room, what would you do if you went out on a first date and the guy came through in, like, a dress that was really nice? Um, okay, so honestly, I... I'm definitely interested <laughs> to hear your response. So I think I would definitely be, like, taken back at first, but then mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, well, I want to know why. Mm-hmm. Like, I think for me, like, something that attracts me to people is, like, if you're a little bit different and unique than like others, instead of like everybody's like trying to conform and like mm. do the same shit. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to know like, okay, like what made you want to wear a dress? It was today? like, I, this all didn't look good on me. And my balls was sweating <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> What's the old dude's name? My balls was hot. <laughs> oh, the, the MMA dude? Yeah, shout yeah, out to him. My you. balls were sweating. And, you know, it's been a hot, long day. It's June. You know how it goes. Why'd you take off your shorts? My balls was hot. <laughs> <laughs> if that's his response, then you're like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. What if you? But you were going on a date still, or? Yeah. Okay. Would you still fuck this person? Um, if he's wearing the dress, probably. She's gonna literally try to fuck him, like. Yeah, like I like me. Right. I want to <laughs> fuck him. He's. Like, I'm the him. captain now. Fuck exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially if he's in a dress, shit. See. Yes. See the sexism. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney. Are you gonna get up and walk away? Um, try to connect, protect your political connects. You gonna say it in the mic, or at least by the time you walk to the mic, maybe you come up with something. Right. <laughs> Whatever the. She gonna walk to the mic and not talk into <laughs> it. <laughs> um, into the mic, there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was politically uh, correct. Cap, if you went on the first date and Shorty showed up in a Hillary Clinton pantsuit, what you doing? I mean, I'm definitely going to have some jokes. Oh, you're going to start with the jokes. That's actually a good tactic. I always start with the jokes. if she gets sensitive, then you got you. Please leave. (laughs) Right? Right? (laughs) I'm like, is that from the Hillary uh, Rodham Clinton collection? Or Or the Olivia Pope collection? Mm -hmm. Which one? You got to hit some jokes. And like, I'm going to feel either underdressed mm-hmm. or overdressed, depending on like the what situation where we're going. Yeah. What, oh, this is about to get wild. What if Shorty just likes having a dick print, so she wears a strap on? She don't use it or nothing, but she just like having a print to throw people off. It's a unique, weird mm-hmm. thing. So mm-hmm. she got a she, she got a strap on with a print intentionally. And that's what she wears to okay, the first but is date. Is she straight or is she not? No, she's straight. She's straight yeah, she likes she likes men. There's no, she don't even like pegging or nothing like that. Mm. She just. <laughs> I don't think that's the woman for me. Gotcha. Yeah. I feel like that type of woman's gonna like to hug you from behind or some shit. <laughs> I'm good on that. <laughs> you like, you like what you feel, nigga. You feel that? You be at the stove cooking. <laughs> she like, <laughs> I slap your ass. She like, it's all me right here. <laughs> <laughs> catch that jiu-jitsu elbow to the chin <laughs> oh boy 
That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. God damn. Uh, <laughs> Told you. Yeah, no, that's an interesting. Funniest on the podcast. That's a that's an interesting uh, scenario. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. That that's different. Speaking of wild shit, you know, Whitney said the wildest shit to me the other mm. day, bro. I believe it. It was the, uh, some of the wildest shit I ever heard in my entire life. We're driving. She's driving. Oh, so your life was at risk. <laughs> and we were in um, Evanston. If you know anything about Evanston, certain of those roads are kind of narrow. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, she's driving in our very new car <laughs> and rolled the curb. Like, like, rolled the curb <laughs> on the side of the car. Was she driving? Now, was she driving straight, or was she turning? No, she was driving straight. The she fuck? just grinded on the curb. You ever been skateboarding? Were you, you on a ridge? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've done that before yeah. on that. I saw, I just hard. saw somebody do that shit last week. Like they they were in a, like a truck equipment on, and they hit the curb so hard, shit popped out the trunk. Okay. I'm like, God damn. So, <clears throat> I understand. There it's no roads. excuse, though, even though I've done it. It's no excuse. I understand driving on a narrow road. I understand that. Mm-hmm. It's not a problem. Shit happens. Yeah, but what did she do after that? When I said, why are you driving on the curb? Hold on. Did she, like, physically get on the curb, or did she just, like, hit it? No, she grinded that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was grinded. So you fucked up the rims. Little. She didn't, because that was the first thing I fucking looked at when I got uh, out the car. Yeah. I think it was mostly tired. Okay. It was, like, yeah. on the rubber part. Um, I said, damn, why you hit the curb? Do you know what, she's, what her response was? No, I can't even imagine. Because I didn't see it. <laughs> Because I didn't see it. Like that's wrong on so many levels, though. But also, I can understand because because you can't really tell on that road like how close you are and how far you are. It's really hard to tell because they're so narrow. They have. Stop being ableist. Let me explain something to y'all. Nah, fuck all that. So why are you driving? (laughs) First of all, fuck all that. This person grew up here. That should be know them fucking roads. She know them fucking roads. That's number one. That's number one. So you should automatically be careful. And like First that of all, whole stretch is curved. Second of all, <laughs> you didn't see it. That that's huh? all. Some bullshit you tell the police. <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, I didn't know the. What? I didn't know the speed limit was thirty five. Uh, but you were going sixty. <laughs> like what? I I don't think I've ever been so like all my years of therapy paid off in that moment. <laughs> Because I almost lost my shit. I almost, <laughs> almost had a conniption. I started hyperventilating a little bit. I've been reading a dictionary this week. Man, like, I, <laughs> okay. I, I legitimately started hyperventilating. I said, Man. <laughs> like, if I opened my mouth to say something so rude. We need to start a, so like a therapy times. group for guys that drive or passengers right, with, in the cars when women are driving. I'm not saying anything about women's driving. I just said we need therapy. That's all I'm saying. Lord have That's about the man. What I'm saying, I'm not saying anything either way about women, just men need therapy. That That's was I almost lost my shit. I've been there before. <laughs> With that response. Like yeah, I've been there before. What do you mean? The curb you didn't see? When? Huh? When have you been there before? Mm. All my life I've been traumatized. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, this. My mom's a really bad driver. Really? Mm-hmm. She's totaled She's... multiple vehicles with all four of her kids in them. <laughs> yeah. So she's totaled four vehicles at least. No, 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 no. I think you misunderstood oh, okay. what I was saying. You were all in there at the same time. Exactly. Okay, okay. Not you mean like four cars. I mean, I Which is you. worse? You almost kill all your kids twice? Or I feel like you almost killed one of them. Either way, it seems like you got a plan and some shorts money. You try to cash in. God damn. Like, like mom, I can't put my seatbelt on. Don't worry about it, baby. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> fine. Don't trip. I got mine on. You'll be all right. Man. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't think I've. Yeah, I don't think I've driven in the car with your mother. I don't trust people that can barely see over the steering wheel as drivers either, to be honest. Yeah. Old people. Short people. Mm-hmm. I mean, Young short people. people actually could have a car that fits their height. Mm-hmm. So there's that advantage. Old people should just not be operating mm-hmm. machinery in mm-hmm. general. Um, True. You remember when Grandpa Jack <laughs> drove from Tennessee to, he rented an Escalade and drove from Tennessee to Chicago? I do do you remember that? that? No. He did that like the year he died. He was like 93. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. He did that's that the wild. year he died. That shit was crazy by himself. Wow. Like, nigga, and you know he was heavy footed too. This nigga. Escalade. Have you ever ridden in the car with Grandpa Jack? Uh, it's been so long. It was when I was Speed summer, I was listening to DMX. Yeah. Speed racer. He always kept a luxury vehicle. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. Always nice ass shit. Mm-hmm. Clean as fuck. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter insides on that maroon Mercedes. You remember that mm-hmm. one? Woo. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Grandpa Jack, man. Yeah. <clears throat> um, all right, what else is there to talk about? Uh, I don't actually have any more topics. Songs of the week? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> um, uh, let's play Ari's song first. Okay, classic. Uh, you want to introduce your song? Do you remember the song? Please, uh, no, I don't. Outcast. Oh, Elevators, yes. Elevators by Outcast. Why did you pick this song? Yeah. Um, I think because I, I don't know, sometimes I get in this mood where I'm just so fucking tired of like listening to the same shit. Mm. So I just go back to Outkast because like, you know, that shit was different. It was, mm-hmm. you never heard of that shit. So that's why. All right. All right. Elevators. Uh, also, Me and You by Outkast. Selling fans go round trying to catch that feeling off instrumental. Had my pencil and plus my paper. We caught the 86 lot on your head at two decades writing rhymes. Trying to find our spot off in that light, light off in that spot. Knowing that we can rock, doing the hole in the wall club. This shit here must stop. Like freeze, we making the crowd move, but we not making no G's and that's a no no. A one, two. Dope niggas in the Cadillac, they call us. Went from Plagueis ball to balls, putting the up on the map. It's like Little Rock to banging. Niggas say, motherfuck, that plaguing. They paying. We staying, laying vocals, locales done. Made it with them big boys up in this industry. Outcast, yeah, them niggas, they making big noise. Over a million sold to this day. Niggas, they take it like they 96. Gonna be that year that out. Y'all Plagueis haters can bite me around this bitch. Yo, mama and your cubs, 
in the day when I was younger. Hunger, looking to fill me belly with that rallies. Bullshit, pull shit off like it was supposed to be pulled. Full of the tick, I was stone like them white boys. Smoking them white girls before them blunts got crunk. Chunky asses, passes getting thrown like Hail Marys and they looking like Halle Berry. So, so fine, intertwined. But we ain't sipping wine, we just chilling. I'm the rabbit villain and I'm so high, smoking freely. Me, Lil B, Rick Moaning Shook, and my little brother James. Things changed in the hood where I live at. Them rats know, Mama, I want to sing, but Mama, I want to trick, trick. And Mama, I'm sucking dicks now. We moving on up in the world like elevators. Me and the crew, we pimps like 82. Me and you like Tone it, Tone it, Tone. Yeah, yeah. Like this, East Point, and we're gone. Me and you, your mama and your cousin too. Rolling down the strip on boats. Coming up, slamming Cadillac doors. Me and you, your mama and your cousin too. Rolling down the strip on boats. Coming up, slamming Cadillac doors. I stopped at the mall the other day Heard a call from the other way That I just came from Some nigga was saying something Talking about Smoke hey, something You remember me from school? No, not really But it kept smiling like a clown Facial expression looking silly And it kept asking me What kind of car you drive? I know you paid I know y'all got buku with holes From all them songs that y'all done made And I replied that I've been going through The same thing that he has True, I got more fans than the average man But not enough loot to last me To the end of the week I live by the beat like you live Check the check If you don't move your feet Then I don't eat So we like neck to neck Yes, we done come a long way like them slim ass cigarettes from Virginia. This ain't gonna stop, so we just gonna continue. Continue. You, your mama and your cousin too. Rolling down the strip on boats. Coming up, slamming Cadillac doors. Me and you, your mama and your cousin too. Rolling down the strip on boats. Coming up, slamming Cadillac doors. Me and you. Yo mama and your cousin too Rolling down the strip on boats Coming up slamming Cadillac doors Me and you Yo mama and your cousin too Rolling down the strip on boats Coming up slamming Cadillac doors Me and you Yo mama and your cousin too Yes, sir. That was a classic. Elevators by Outcast. Banger, banger, banger. Banger alert. Yes, indeed. Uh, I'm going to go next. I'm going to play a song by Jungle called Keep Moving. Mm. Um, it's a little bit more different than, you know, the R&B or rap songs we usually play, but... I heard this song uh, maybe two, three weeks ago, and I've been fucking with it ever since. So. Nice. Here we go.
All right. That, that was Jungle. We'll keep moving. I hope y'all fuck with that one. Yeah, that was decent. That was decent. Um, we were talking about, uh, should this be a topic? I feel like this might develop a little bit. <laughs> it's yeah, next bro, Cameron versus Derek yeah, Jackson. Yeah, we might have to wait a couple of days. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, all right. I'm going to go ahead and play my joint. This is uh, Donna Lee. It's called Creep. Was uh, Donna Lee with Creep? Was that a cream pie song? Is that a cream pie song for you? That's a cream pie song right there. <laughs> it's <an> inside joke. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely a cream pie song. Uh, shout out to Donna Lee. Her project Cerebrum is actually pretty good. I don't okay. know if you should you check it out. Definitely check it out. Um, all right, man. This has been. Uh, this is why I don't necessarily. Need guests every week because we right on time. This is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> we played all our music. Sure. We got yeah. all the topics we want to talk about. Yeah. Thank you, mm-hmm. Ari, for being here. Thank you. Um, any us, last I don't words? Know about your perversions and everything. No, we'll, 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 we'll figure that out. We'll dive we're we're that. not going to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> we can. <clears throat> Three months or something? Trying to get paid, sound like. Anyway. <laughs> wow. Anyway. <laughs> Three months he tried to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this episode is either going to be... T- <laughs> All right. <laughs>
Yeah, you already know what it is. It's the self-medicated <laughs> podcast. I am your host as always to sign you guys out. It's the Wayfair, aka Quinn Quarantino, aka the Banter Boss, aka Jon Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. It's been proven a couple of times, but they also call me Young Waster Domus, aka Morgan Freeman, aka Foy Mayweather. Here as always with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, aka the box hunter. A.K.A. One Pop Poppy, A.K.A. The Bottom Feeder, A.K.A. The Black Kevin Sorbo, A.K.A. Young Black Hercules, A.K.A. The Strongest Nigga You Know. Uh, Let's go. Oh, you adding the growl into that now? That sounds like that a pegging sound growl. aggressive. I wouldn't know, but it sounds like you're professional. Okay. No, that sounds like you got pegged. Who knows growling. that specific bit of knowledge? Nobody does. I'm you apparently do. Suggesting. That could have been just, like, that could have been a dog bark or a dog growl. That, like, that could have been on my CDM. So I using big words. Like it have been an homage to DMX. I've never heard that tone of a growl, so mm-hmm. I'm associating it with an act I'm not familiar with, like pegging. I guess it's been the self medicated podcast, and I we don't out. I know, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
give to the needy. Ribs touch it, so don't make me wait. Fuck around and I'm gonna bite you and snatch the plate. I've been eating long enough now, stop being greedy. Just keep it real, partner. Give to the needy. Ribs touch it, so don't make me wait. 